hello to all members of the Pennsylvania Posse and to Placidus backstabbing Southern friends. You're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast, where you send us your most sinister movie dares, and we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, and currently I'm wearing jean shorts with men's ties just dangling from them. With me, as always, is film critic Daniel Barnes. Hi, everyone. I can verify this. He is. <laughs> yeah, I'm twirling. It's happening. On this show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate them using our unique system. Here's the system. Run-of-the-mill bad film. Yeah, that's, that's your everyday average dare. Double dare for the truly atrocious movies and the reverse dare. The hallowed, worldwide respected, Nobel Peace Prize winning reverse dare for those despised movies that are actually pretty good. Today on the podcast, we're heading back to Florida to review American Idol Season 1 contestants Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson in Harmony Corinne's Spring Breakers. A uh, real departure from Harmony Corinne's normal stuff, I thought. Oh! Nope, sorry. Wrong movie. This is from Justin uh, to Kelly. Common mistake. We're also going to read some movie dares sent in by our listeners, but before we get started, the real star of the show. Cockcasting. Yeah, this week's movie theme, Cocktail. We've got another movie set in Florida, but this isn't necessarily a Florida kind of drink. Corky, we did our All Dares episode a, a few episodes ago, two or three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Go check that out if you didn't get it. And uh, so I'm in a reflective mood. I'm 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 contemplative, okay. and I, I think you'll agree that this week's film, like many of the films that's, that we've watched over the last three and a half years, ninety plus episodes, bit of a time thief. Sure, bit of a time <laughs> sure. thief. Eighty-one minutes, you will never get back. You're not. That's not getting refunded to you at the end of the year by the federal government. Nope. Lost forever. So in honor of the many, many time thieves we've watched over the years, I created the time T H Y M E thief cocktail it's a gin cocktail i use saint george uh botanivore gin it's got some meyer lemon juice in it and a thyme simple syrup that i made from the thyme from my wife's raised bed garden so i'm a bit of a thyme thief myself hey uh, got it from the same raised bed garden where i got the jalapenos that i used in the infused tequila in last week's margarita added a little saint germain elderflower liqueur a dash of orange bitters and a few drops of absence to round out that kind of gardeny flavor quirky what do you think uh, I keep saying this. This is my new favorite because this is this is exactly what I would drink all day, every day, um, in a sad commentary on my life. But I would say the the one you introduced me to recently was the maple sure. leaf, the burnt maple leaf. This has just surpassed that as my favorite drink. So I will be ordering more of these from you, Barkeep. Very good. Well, I uh, will put the recipe in the show notes. It's a pretty easy one to make if you have the stuff. Time simple serve wasn't hard either. Uh, so I will put that in the post for the show. Here's the thing. We've said we're bad at Instagram. We are. We're bad at Terrible. TikTok. We are. But since we're not good at it, if you're listening and you want to show us you making that, do that and link it link it that to us. That would be awesome. And we'll, we'll post your stuff on the social media. I would love to see yeah. it. I always think, man, I should do that and then never do. <laughs> and never will. I'll just say it right now. Corky dares. We read... We read a lot of them a couple of weeks ago. We didn't read any last week, but we got an urgent, urgent dare from our boy, monthly donator, Dean Longenecker. Dean! When a monthly donator steps in, you got it. You pay, you pay attention. You pay attention. This sure. guy's keeping yeah. the lights on. Why Dean Longenecker? Oh, what do you got for us? He's keeping us in Sorry. he's keeping us in gin is what he's doing. He's keep- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the cocktail. Thank you for keeping me soaked in Absolutely. gin. Absolutely. 
What do you got for us, Dean? He's got Cosmic Sin. Cosmic Sin. Don't know this one. It's a 2021 straight-to-video, I have to assume, release directed by Edward Drake. Stars Bruce Willis, Adelaide Kane, Frank Grillo. Why, Dean Longenecker, do you want us to watch Cosmic Sin? He says, I love my sci-fi. I like Bruce Willis. I don't have any problems with Frank Grillo. (laughs) No problems with Frank Grillo. (laughs) And I can usually forgive some stupidity in the story if everything else is at least okay. This is not possible with this utter shit show of a movie. Year 2524. We have quantum physics, space travel, but we still drive early 2000s pickup trucks and chopper motorcycles. Story sets, FX, acting, all bad. They tried to say something about your life decisions, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Quirky, have you heard of this movie? I guess it just came out. I want to play a game (laughs) called uh, Bruce Willis Movie or Not, and it's all just a series of obscure titles of things. Was Bruce Willis in this movie past 2010 or not? And I probably would get... Right. No, it's it's he cranks these out, these direct to video. Uh-huh. He really cranks them out. It's kind of amazing. And what is even more amazing, Quirk, is I went back and looked in our ninety plus episode history, we've never done a Bruce Willis movie. I don't even think one where he was like a supporting actor or anything like that. We've done like half a dozen Travolta movies. We've done Will Smith a bunch uh-huh. of times. Bruce Willis unscathed, unscarred. Well, Hang on one second, because Dean, we are um, genies in a bottle, and we are here to make Uh your dreams come true. And next week, or next episode on the show, we will review Cosmic Sin. It'd be a Cosmic Sin not to review it. Quirky. I hope we have a Cosmic Gin for that one. There will be a very heavy uh, cock cast cocktail for that one, I should think. And now, our feature presentation. From Justin to Kelly. This one was dared by us ourselves. We Yeah, we took the time. We said, you know what? We've got all these dares, but you know, <laughs> we're just going to dare ourselves. It just seems so natural, a progression. After it did. It, like, both of us independently were like... This made me think of From Justin to Kelly. It must be the same movie, and neither of us had seen it. It just seemed so natural and logical. We we couldn't resist. It's a nice double bill for summer. Oh, nice isn't the word, Quirky. It isn't (laughs) even close. It's honestly (laughs) almost the opposite of the word. (laughs) The IMDb synopsis of From Justin to Kelly. A waitress from Texas and a college student from Pennsylvania meet during spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and come together through their shared love of singing. That's actually inaccurate, don't you think? Isn't it Miami? Well, no, they're They're in Fort Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, Miami, it's basically kind of the same area. But they don't come together through their shared love of singing. In Dancing, it's on last week's movie. Yeah, they came together through their shared love of dancing. But in this movie, all the singing except the opening scene is is non-diegetic it's it's people doing musical yeah. numbers right anyway not nonsense in this movie they they're to be like dancing it's on it would be like <laughs> singing you sing how long have you sung i sing <laughs> yes singing it's no wait from justin to kelly <laughs> from justin to kelly directed by robert Iscove, best known for helming she's all that oh uh, which is not a good movie but looks like 
Lucino Visconti next to this garbage, uh, like last week's film, Dancing, it's on! From Justin Nichelli, sprang from a reality TV competition, this time American Idol, as Corky said. Film was executive produced by Idol franchise creator Simon Fuller. Uh, screenplay by Kim Fuller, no relation though. <laughs> Just kidding. They're brothers and it's all a scam. <laughs> uh, before this, Kim Fuller wrote the Spice Girls movie and later scripted Seeing Double, the S Club 7 movie. Wow. Real downward niche. trajectory, if ever I've seen it. You started with the Spice Girls. You like S Club 7 was your bottom out. Oh boy. The film stars American Idol season one winner Kelly Clarkson and runner up Justin Guarini. Clarkson has claimed that she didn't even want to win the show because the winner would have to be in the film. But then in another interview, she said she signed the contract after winning. Idol, whatever. She's embarrassed by the film, and rightly so. Released June 20, 2003, in about 2,000 theaters. It opened in 12th place, grossed a little under $5 million overall against a budget of $12 million. And as with Danson, colon, it's on! Exclamation point. I once again ask, how? <laughs> 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, 14 on Metacritic. Heather Havreleski of Salon summed up the general critical consensus writing, quote, one of the worst movies you'll ever see, but it's still not worth seeing, end quote. Nominated for eight Razzie Awards, including Worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, Worst Screen Couple, even Worst Remake or Sequel, which it is not that. They claimed it was a remake of Where the Boys Are and Where the Boys Are 84. It's not. <laughs> they're no, most sudden. No, not even close. in Florida, but no, they're not. No. Uh, despite all the Razzie noms from Justin and Kelly, did not take home any Razzie Awards. You know why, Corky? One word. Gili. Oh. Fucking juggernaut swept the awards. However, it's hard to go against the king, man. <laughs> That's so true. However, from Justin to Kelly is listed in Golden Raspberry Award founder John Wilson's 2005 book, The Official Razzie Movie Guide, as one of the 100 most enjoyably bad movies ever made. Corky, the question to you, did you find from Justin to Kelly enjoyably bad or just miserably, painfully, torturously, soul-crushingly bad? <laughs> You know, I, I do love when you give me these binary choices, but I I feel like, again, I just got to go against the grain. It doesn't quite fit either one. No, it's not enjoyably bad. It is not. But if I'm thinking of the hundred worst bad movies mm. that you could enjoy, you that it could be 96. You know, it could be. That's a lot of numbers. You think it could movies. squeak in there? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're putting it in. But it, you're not putting it at the top. You're, you're squeaking it in. In the countdown, it'd be in the first 10 that they'd go through on the right. Talking Head show. <laughs> I got to say, I didn't find this so bad. I like. I was expecting an awful movie. I, th I was expecting a legendarily bad, bad movie. Uh, that movie wasn't there for me. I actually could see where twelve million was would be spent on locations and all those peoples. It seems like every scene opens with them crane shotting into a packed dance club or outside in a hotel area pool or something like that. So I could see the money being spent on that kind of stuff. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't like this movie, but I didn't hate this movie. I absolutely hated this movie. <laughs> hated this movie, and I think you kind of put your finger on why. Uh huh. It's not egregiously bad movie. You know, a movie like Gili. It flaunts it. It's so it, it puts it. It shoves its crotch of badness right in your fucking face and just really <laughs> rubs it in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This movie is just bland. It is the blandest bland thing. It's very similar in many ways, even more ways I think than we anticipated to last week's movie, 
dancing, colon, it's on, exclamation point. But I think the biggest difference between the films, besides the general absence of daddy issue stuff here, (laughs) is that from Justin Kelly offers the slightest veneer of professionalism. It's a real yeah. movie, not yeah. an am- amateur production, which in my eyes arguably makes it worse. Mm. There's nothing as ridiculous here as the Panama City number in in Dance and It's On, and there's nothing as hilarious or just like bizarre as Mr. Sanders staring at a <laughs> poorly photoshopped picture of his dead son all day and all night and being a secret dancer. Like there's nothing like, again, dancing flaunts it flaunts it this movie is just bland this movie it to me it was like a disney channel movie that's Mm -hmm. i i -hmm. would not be surprised to see this while as dancing it's on would be the uh high school drama team's appropriation of that disney channel show that they try to recreate you know what i mean yeah i was sitting there i'm like i should hate every one of these characters but they're actually okay they they make this work they look natural in these really odd singing situations where the reality is everybody's singing and dancing. They look like they know what they're doing because they do know what they're doing. Um, it's when they get to the actual, like delivering dialogue and that kind of stuff that I'm like, uh, yeah, cringy. And, and it's not like I like the music either. I can't tell you one song from it. I didn't like, but they were on some great locations. And I think this movie really nailed the T and a, but it's like lowercase T lowercase a, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like a Disney Channel movie, but like an NC-17 Disney Channel movie. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, and I mean, I'll say I watch a lot of classic musicals, so I'm I'm not sure. I'm not uh, opposed to the general spirit of this, and this has some of that same kind of spirit of a, a of a where the boys are, or or which isn't necessarily musical, but it has this kind of spirit of a classic musical. This is this was the thing that was nagging at me the entire time. I'm like, there's no reason this can't be fun. Exactly. But it isn't. <laughs> it no. isn't. It's utterly grating from the first second of the movie. And like as I there is a veneer of professionalism, but the framing, the blocking, the lighting are just all bad. And Justin and Kelly, they're this kind of void at the center of the movie. They don't have any spark whatsoever and they don't have no. screen presence. They the- kind of tr- they kind of hurt them a little bit, I think, because in Dance and It's On, everybody is a non-professional actor. Uh-huh. There's two non-professional actors in here. They're the stars of the movie. They have to do a lot they of They surrounded them with lifting. people much better than them at handling everything. And then they're okay individual, but when you get them together, it just sucks. They they have no chemistry yeah. together, which is weird because they were on that fucking show together, right? They were, but it's not a, I mean, it's a reality show. There wasn't like interaction necessarily. on the, Oh, in my head, kind it of, was like. That kind of behind the scenes drama, I don't think is necessarily, it's more of a performance type show. Gotcha. 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 But yeah, they're not even like the alphas of of their group. No. And I mean that as characters and as as actors too. But I think we will agree the, the worst part of all of this is the script, which is just complete. Yes, it, what what script? I mean, it's garbage. Yeah. garbage. It's not All right, let's get to it. From Justin to Kelly and the first thing that we hear, Corky, even before there's an image, singing. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Weird for opening shot, it's this weird rack zoom thing to Clarkson and a close-up of Kelly Clarkson, and she's passionately singing karaoke, and the camera swings around, 
And oh, what do you know? The bar is like empty, even though it's Kelly Clarkson, and she's she's belting the fuck out of it. I mean, yeah. she, the girl can sing, right? She can, she can sing her ass she off. She can sing her fucking ass off. Guarini, Almost like she should Guarini's, win a contestant, right? A, a <laughs> she should contest. win a, a contest for it. Guarini is fine, but he he is n- nowhere near on the level of of where Kelly Clarkson. He he is more like he's high level karaoke, and she's she's mm-hmm. a star. So she's singing in this near empty bar, and well, what do you know? She's the waitress. Um, so she's she's living this uh, this kind of sad, uh, you know, kind of sad lifestyle, I guess. She's she's got all this talent, no notoriety. She's in a small town in Texas. There's this persistent cowboy, Luke, I believe his name was, who just will not take no for an answer. Men not taking no for an answer is a uh, persistent theme in this movie. It does tell you everything you need to know about this character, though, that she's belting this song. She's yeah. close up, the lights are on her, so it's like, oh, this is a star on stage, and then it just winds down, and she gets off and starts picking up drinks and putting them on her tray. Absolutely. You're right. There's a veneer of professionalism. This could have been a captivate, or it could tell you so much more if it's done in better hands. Absolutely. So we meet her friends, Alexa and Kaya. Alexa, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing to call Alexa the worst of these two, considering what Kaya does later in this movie. Exactly. But like her friends are awful. All awful of their friends people. are awful. I don't know how they have such fucking awful friends. Um, but yeah, her friends, Alexa and Kaya, uh, try to say, fuck your job, let's go to Florida and let's party for spring break, right? By the way, we brought our luggage into the bar with us, so you can't say no. <laughs> oh, the dialogue is, it's really... Also, really... The, the wardrobe. I mean, I'm not Mr. Fashion, but mm. Kelly Clarkson is wearing a, a shirt with a K in cursive on it, like Laverne and Shirley. Like Laverne used to wear the L with a denim skirt that goes... I mean, like, <laughs> this is a Mormon woman at this bar. Yeah, the, the movie came out in... What did I say? 2003? But like the fashion is distinctly like mid to late 90s. It's weird. Yeah, it's, I, it's I strange. And as you said earlier, Kelly Clarkson, she wears ties for a shirt. Later, she wears like <laughs> handkerchiefs for a top. Like she will not wear clothes for their intended purpose. That is no. not happening. Shoes on her head, hats on her feet. She don't give a fuck. So yeah, they talk her into it, and boom, she's convinced. Off to off to spring break, and we see the sights of spring break, kind of similar to the the Panama City number. Yeah, man, he zooms through these cuts and these edits, showing you Florida. Yeah, no sound coming from the what's being filmed, but there's these whooshes in between the like. The- cuts so like they went back and added sound effects to make it even faster like this is the the thrill ride of edits yeah it's very mtv at the time i wrote credits butts bikini beaches here we go we've located ourselves yeah so now we meet justin and Justin also has two terrible friends. These, these uh, <laughs> douche bro buddies, they reminded me of the Sex Points guys from An American Werewolf in Paris. You remember those guys? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't find them so offensive. I wanted to hate Brandon so much, but I was like, you know, he's he's just trying to make some money. Trying to make he's some not money. really, he's not really, he's not even as bad as Johnny from The Last Man. He's just, he, he's a young man who wants to meet women. He's never really that bad to him. No, no. <laughs> you freestyle fucking raps for God's sakes. And what about fucking Eddie? Just your classic like nerd character. There's always one. I was stunned he did not have sunblock on his nose at the very beginning. I, it took him a while to get to that. They got there. But I was Don't stunned. Worry, they got there. But yeah, they're that's... the Pennsylvania posse. None of them sound like they're from Pennsylvania or Philly, at least. But this is why I was thinking. Okay, so they're from Pennsylvania. 
They're Amish. This is Rumspringa. This oh. is what's. This is the background for these guys. Wow. <laughs> I really want to see the prequel to this now. <laughs> but yeah, they arrive uh, in a spring break in Fort Lauderdale, and they say, this year's spring break is going to rock. So uh-huh. you have Brandon. He's he's your shirtless alpha douche. I called him alpha Oh, yeah. Douche. Yeah. And then you've got Eddie, who's the nerd, and then Justin, who is called the mayor of spring break, despite no tangible evidence of anything appealing about him like like no justin is a real just void of of screen presence here he really is he's the mayor of spring break but apparently like two people have heard of him like that's like alexa loves this guy but nobody else knows who this guy is (laughs) and you could describe the three bros the three friends as shirtless T-shirts and two shirts. That's them <laughs> the entire time. Three they were not going to let Guarini take that top off and see how skinny he no, is. They have three shirts between them, but they do not divide <laughs> the shirts two, evenly. Two of them are on one guy. <laughs> so now the girls arrive, and they mm-hmm. run right to your classic meat market beach party, and Corky singing. It's on. Here it comes. So it's just basically a, a it's a it's a pretty fun musical number, at least in concept. It's just so poorly yeah. shot and edited yeah. and and everything else. But you're, I, I mean, and it's not a good song. It's a really bad song. But yeah, it's basically everyone's there. Everyone's kind of looking at each other. There's boys. There's girls. It's your classic scenario. Uh, Justin and Kelly have a little bit of a moment where they're dancing together, and their complete lack of chemistry is evident right away from the first moment they're together on screen the script however it just insists that is not the case like they have the most intense fucking connection that any two people have ever had because the whole rest of the movie is about them trying to find each other it's oh god oh boy what i did love that there's a lot of choreography by editing here yes just quick edits and that's your choreography they're not going to let you see them finish a move no, absolutely. Which goes back to kind of what we talked about last week with dancing. It's on and how you do a two minute shot. You might not get anything usable for the day, but if you do everything in little turns and kicks and turns and kicks, then you know you get the whole thing. Whatever, right? Yeah. You probably do a master shot, and then the rest of it's just very editing. Simple. It's on. Oh, the editing is on. Please, somebody, <laughs> turn it the fuck off, <laughs> or at least turn it down. My God, uh, what I did love was that there is this like weird like speaking of lack of editing like the musical number ends and then everyone just like stands around awkwardly for like five <laughs> seconds like oh shit what what yeah. did we just do what, what did we, we just do <laughs> did it happen again <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so alpha douche Freestyle raps for the first, but sadly, not last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, Alpha Douche. Oh, boy, Alpha Douche. And then he moons the girls. This is his, his come on. But this is a weird... So, like, the boys, the, the group of boys kind of meets the group of girls. They have a very, not very good interaction. It's a very simple scene, but there's probably, like, 30 or 40 edits within this, uh-huh. like, 30-second dialogue scene. It's just... It's, the movie is just constantly, constantly flailing about for some kind of energy. And it, boy, no. Um, so they check into their hotel. They go to the beach where naturally there's. I was dancing. upset they couldn't. <laughs> 
I was upset they couldn't get Mark Margolis as the uh, hotel sleazy hotel manager. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's Florida. He should have been there. I think that's what he does in his off time anyway. <laughs> yeah, he lets them in their hotel and he says something like, "No loud music and no girls." Or was like, "Where the fuck do you think you are, dude?" Um, yeah, but yeah, they they go to the beach. There's tap dancing at the beach. The the dancing at the beach is on for some reason. I don't know. Savion Glover in cargo pants. Yes. <laughs> and there's break dancing too. Both sides. Yeah. Uh, and Justin and Kelly do a singing in their heads kind of number while they're searching for each other. They're searching for each other and they're singing about how they're searching for each other or whatever. I don't know. Fuck it. It's all just garbage. Like the music is, as you said, drivel. Drivel. Like none of the songs are good. Less Literally none. Put into the songs than the screenplay. Probably. She's in the speaking to the early two thousands fashion. She's got those streaks in her hair that uh, they always remind me of those jars of peanut butter and jelly, where the peanut butter and jelly are in the same jar. <laughs> big thick brown, big thick purple, big thick brown. Big, that's what her hair looks like. Yeah, Kelly. She always has a like who farted face too. She really does. She does not have expressions. <laughs> she doesn't have no. a lot of intonation in her voice. Like I said, slightly more than Whitney Carson. I thought she was super, super cute in this movie, but I did feel again kind of like a little embarrassed and a little protective. Again, it's just that kind mm. of a male instinct kicking in. Just I want again, I wanted to like go back in time and give her some important career advice and be like, you won't need this. You won't <laughs> need this. Trust me. Like I know it's a lot of money. You won't fucking need it. You'll be fine. So anyway, they're searching for each other. They can't find each other. But Justin and his friends, we forgot to mention, they are like party promoters. So they're promoting yeah. all these parties during spring break. The first one that they have is a whipped cream bikini contest. So they're going around giving out flyers for this whipped cream bikini contest. A bunch of girls chase Justin into the bathroom, into the women's room. For some reason, they don't follow him in there. <laughs> like, they were like <laughs> chasing him like they wanted to tear his clothes off. And then he runs into the women's room and they're like, oh, well, hang on, time out, we're done. Even if women are chasing a man in like Beatlemania style and he does go into the bathroom and then holds the door shut, like those women should go report that. Like that's like, it, it went from like fun flirtatious behavior to like, oh, wait, that guy's a creep. That's happening here. But Kelly is in the bathroom and she just is not, you know, not bothered by it at all. She just says, nope. come here often. Yep. And they have the most brutal repartee, which again, the script insists is like a, a white hot connection between them. Um, but she helps him escape through the window. She likes him. So she says, here's my number. She tosses him the number that she wrote on a towel, but it falls right into a puddle and smears. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're trying to really force this, like. He says, girl, my hair wouldn't even fit through that hole. And she's like, I'm from Texas. I've seen bigger. It's like, what are you, hair? What are we talking about? Like, and why the sultry voice? He's in the women's bathroom. He's talking about his hair. What yeah. the fuck is happening? You have no like context for what was happening. He just ran into a women's bathroom and barricaded the door. <laughs> he might have followed you in like, there. You, you seem so not bothered by this. Anyway, so yeah, she gives him her number, but he loses it. Uh, right away. So now we meet our waiter, Carlos. <laughs> There's an obviously deleted scene where Kaya 
uh, is just like brushing a drink off herself that we did not see get spilled on her. Cause I think they just inferred from her going like this. Oh, my drink spilled. They, we get the context of what was going on in Kai's day. We get it. So, uh, Carlos, the waiter comes in and he has what are described as manners mm. and his manners just basically involve rubbing her crotch, <laughs> rubbing this college girl's crotch. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wow, thank you. A man with oh, manners. Oh, manners. Oh, Emily oh, Post, huh? Yes. So they, they start a little flirtation. Um, Justin goes to Alexa. This is the man-eater blonde friend. Uh, and he yeah. gets Kelly's number from Alexa, but uh, she's a tricky minx, Corky. Mm. So she gives him her own number instead and yeah. and comes on to him. Um, he shoots her down. She's She's still going, though. So Justin lost a number into some slime, and now he just took a number from some literal slime. Because uh, Alexa Alexa oozes throughout this movie. Like, Sleepaway Camp, Judy from Sleepaway oh, yeah. Camp grew yeah. up to be Alexis. She dyed her hair blonde and became Alexis. <laughs> Speaking of slime, Kaya, the other friend, She's not really any better. She's maybe less calculating, but she's still pretty bad. She goes back for the waiter. Uh, They have some absolute... I mean, the dialogue is just an absolute nightmare. And nothing's memorable. It's not even badly Uh -uh. memorable. It's just bad, bad... As you said, it's Disney Channel fucking dialogue. Dan, I wrote... I wrote, Kaya and Kelly are too good for the blonde friend. Oh, wait. No, Kaya's awful, too. Never mind. Does Kelly only hang out with them because uh, Alexa's rich? So Carlos, though he's feeling it, so he takes Kaya mm-hmm. to a secret salsa club, mm-hmm. and they dance. So there's a dance Shows number the real in the salsa Miami. Club. This is it, real Miami, baby. Justin, remember not taking no for an answer. Alexa didn't take no for an answer from Justin. Justin is texting Kelly and not taking no for an answer, and even texting her to say, "I won't take no for an answer." <laughs> not knowing that it's Alexa's phone that he's uh, actually testing. Alexa's absolutely insane fucking phone, by the way. Uh-huh. How we talked to the Speed <laughs> 2 about how computers like in the 90s were whatever you wanted them to be. Phones in the early 2000s were whatever yep. you fucking wanted them to be. Like, you wanted to do this? <laughs> sure, it does this. You want it to look like this? It does. <laughs> we also get the, the nerd friend. He's looking for his uh, internet date. Yes. So they make a big point of mocking this guy, but we all live how this guy was living at this time. Like we all need to find a place to charge our devices. <laughs> we're, we're looking to meet people that we met through the internet. And then while he's looking for her, some guys playing volleyball, like insist he play with him. Right. No one would ever ask this man to play a sport. So good. But yeah, he misses his date who is standing on the other side of a sandcastle, <laughs> not turning her head to the left or right. So <laughs> which point she would see him. Like these people are so bad at looking for each other in this movie. Oh, anyway. Whipped cream bikini contest. Remember, we talked about that. It happens. It happens. There's a bunch of women in whipped cream bikinis are on the beach. Uh, but Kelly comes up, sees that Justin is part of this whole thing. She's appalled by it. Uh, there's a little bit of a whipped cream fight, kind of to match the ice cream fight from Dance on It's On. And then Kelly just storms off. She says, he seemed so nice when I first met him when he ran into the women's bathroom and locked the door. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly is... (laughs) Bad judge of character. Kelly is really insistent that this whipped cream bikini thing is degrading to women. Mm -hmm. They're wearing actually more than most women in this movie are walking around wearing. (laughs) They're just wearing food. 
But yeah, Justin and Kelly, Justin chases after her because he won't take no for an answer. They have another really painful interaction at a food truck this time. And <laughs> more he throws hot more. sauce on her crotch. <laughs> like people getting things thrown on their crotch is another <laughs> There's so much like vagina related hijinks from men just throwing food and towels at them. Good. Alpha Deuce Brandon. So every character here kind of has their their own little story, right? The main story, of course, is Justin and Kelly and will they get together, but every every one of the friends has a story as well. So Alpha Deuce Brandon, his story is that he's trying to make this money off of uh off of these various parties and stuff. So he has his whipped cream bikini contest and he says, 750 bucks. Oh man, I rock. He really does. <laughs> Uh, but he has these repeated run-ins with a sexy beach cop mm-hmm. who always kind of sidles up and is like, hey, you didn't have the permits or whatever, something like that. Or this is against these rules and snatches away all of his money. So he's constantly is, trying to make money, but she comes in and snatches it away. They're making a real statement about the Miami PD, just that they're fucking grifters. They uh, will steal your money and then uh, intimidate you into having sex with them. Sounds right from everything. Sure, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'll buy it. And really, how long did it take for you to know that this cop was going to be hot cop? I mean, I've seen Andy Sedaris movies. The <laughs> girl with the hat on and her hair pulled back. She's got the mirror shade. <laughs> she's got the ponytail under the hat. You know, she knows like, how to use a gun, but she's hot under that uniform. One too many buttons undone. But yeah, 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 yeah. So. Despite all of their awkward interactions, Justin and Kelly sort of make up enough to go boating together. So they have we have a singing singing and boating. They're they're on a boat and they're singing. They're mm-hmm. not singing to each other, mind you. He's driving the boat. She's on the complete That's other right. end of the boat. They're both looking forward and singing. They're looking the same ass way. <laughs> it's just such a weird. It's like what? Like there's this could be good. This could be good, but it's not. It's just like the, the how they shot this was just I couldn't get it. I was And they only got that boat for like a certain radius next to the docks. Like they were not going to let them actually go out onto the water just to like, do no, this. Go straight. Go straight. <laughs> we're filming it along the docks. And then at the end we'll see you going out towards the sunset but turn that son of a bitch right back. Yeah, and I I I know I keep saying this, but the songs in this movie Slight step up in professionalism, slight step up in polish than dancing. Obviously, much better performed. But the songs, it, on that honestly, that little bit of polish maybe makes them worse because they're not funny. They're just interminable and very unmemorable. Like like yeah. I, like you said, I couldn't even hum anything. I still can't get Panama City out of my fucking head. <laughs> the place and the song. Kaya, remember how we said she was the worst person in the world? Well, yeah. here we go. She's hanging in the kitchen. So this is, again, so similar to Dance at It's Odd. Uh-huh. She's hanging out in the kitchen with her dishwasher boyfriend, dancing around and goofing around while he's washing dishes. His boss comes in and is like, hey, hey, buddy, can you do this? She, and she just turns on the boss. She's just like, oh my you God. work him too much. You work him too hard. He doesn't need to take this shit. Fuck you. Like, just like... <laughs> Goes off on his boss to his face and gets him fired on the spot. Uh-huh. On the spot. Like, that's the fucking... Just like Whitney and Dancing It's On. Like, oh, fuck your job. Come on out. Like, is this a Again. thing? Is this a thing? Yeah. Like, do rich girls do, actually do this? Yes. They go, they, they date a, a dishwasher. They date a bellboy. And then they go just talk shit to his boss. Be like, you don't need to pay your bills. Get them fuck your bills. <laughs> People who work to put food on their table are such... Let's get drunk and go windsurfing. (laughs) 
But she seems really broken up about it because the next scene she's suntanning with Kelly and, and oh, Alexa. Yeah. She's given us a lot of no thought whatsoever. Uh, Alpha douche, Brandon, another party, more freestyle rapping, sexy beach cop run in. The, the movie is really falling right into it. And it very sad formula. Right now. It telegraphs everything, like because the nerd says, "Oh, I have about three hours before my date to go get a tan." It's like you know, gonna exactly. go get the perfect tan. Oh fuck yeah, right, God. They all, they didn't. How much does movie? Yeah, derpy, derpy, derp ass comedy. This whole it also, sunburning scene. It exists in a world where you can't feel that you've been sunburned to the third degree. It's yeah. like he's just walking around thinking he looks until he sees a mirror. It's like you could feel that. Like your skin would pucker and blister and hurt. Yeah, you don't know it until people start like <laughs> laughing at you. But also like they almost like didn't go far enough with like coloring his skin. It doesn't like the comedy it doesn't, doesn't look really that bad. Sell. It looks like okay, you got a little too much, but I think ultimately you're going to come out no. Yeah. Uh this movie can't do anything right. So, uh Alexa Remember, she's our, our man-eating blonde. So she gets a little musical number, which I think is another great example of an idea that could work, that it maybe yeah. even should work, but that does not work due to widespread incompetence. The lighting in this scene, the camera movement it's bad. in the scene, the blocking, the movement of people within the scene is so bad and so inexplicable. It, it's it's just bad filmmaking on a yeah. lot of levels. It wants to be Madonna's Material Girl, which or wanted Marilyn to be Monroe's yeah. Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Exactly yeah, it's the same basic kind of uh, kind of idea. She's having this thought in her head about how she's a man eater, but she's sitting at the bar. And, and it should work, could work conceptually, mm-hmm. all good, but bad song, bad. Experience. So she set it up to where Justin's going to come there to meet Kelly, but she's going to break it down that Kelly doesn't isn't interested. She's only using him, and Justin <laughs> is the most naive. Ex party guy in the world because he cannot see that she is just fucking thirsting for him, and she's saying all the things to salt Kelly out. Like he's just really clueless. Like, oh wow, thanks. You're a really good friend. Thanks for telling. (laughs) (laughs) He really is dumb. (laughs) But yeah, they they, so this whole time they keep missing each other. They had this nice date on the boat, but now they keep missing each other because Alexa's meddling and they each. She's awful. She really is awful. They each think the other one's blowing them off. She moves on Justin. She says, you're a party guy. You need a party girl. And then she even is like, Kelly has a guy back home. Yeah. Which is not true. Right? There are several points where she could stop this charade. Stop, she stop could it, st- <laughs> Yes, but she keeps <laughs> doubling down. So another douche bro pool party. MTV just showed up. I mean, this movie doesn't even have like. TRL, TRL spring break episode production values like it they is. didn't even and did you notice there was no cut to an MTV van no, or logo no, no. like there was no rights uh, procured um so we get another musical number this is the necktie skirt sequence uh-huh um pool party we're singing at the pool party and who do we find out that Alexa has lured to Florida from Texas to pose as Kelly's boyfriend, her stalker, Luke. <laughs> How fun! Like this she's is like, I'll worst. put you in danger. <laughs> this is the worst thing you could do. And like she's got him all hopped up too, thinking that he's the man, right? Because yeah. uh, he, him, and Justin immediately go at each other. He calls Justin Sideshow Bob, which is the one kind of pretty good giggled a little bit. At what point does Alexa just go, fuck, I'm a real bitch. I am a really an evil bitch. What what am I even doing here? What's my end game? 
Um, but yeah, Justin and and Cowboy Luke, they they're 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 pissed off. They're pissed off at each other. So they decide. Listen, we're men. Let's settle our dispute mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way through a nonsensical competition involving hovercrafts and balls thrown into laundry <laughs> baskets on the hovercrafts. What the living fucking okay. I thought the movie was leaning into it a bit because they were like, let's settle this the way we always sell. And then they even call it out how ridiculous because Luke's like, it's just like riding a cow, except it's going into the water and then on sand and back. And so I was like, okay, they're, it's not done well, but I get what they're going for. <laughs> it really felt like we were building to a race at least, but no, it's like some <laughs> game where you, you chicken no. at each other, you some hovercraft owner donated some money to the production. So he's like, yeah, you got to put my hovercrafts Promote in for my business. Scene. I do this. Yeah. I really shouldn't. They're, I'm not licensed. Anyway. Um, but the- we missed a part where uh, the guy who's trying to hook up with his internet oh, boyfriend God. gets cornered in the hotel room <laughs> by some like guy going after. Anyway, there's a part where he's like, let's go get a drink together. Cause he, he gives him good relationship advice. And the guy who was coming to beat his ass is like, let's go get a drink together. And douchey nerd says, you know, this is going to go any farther than just friendship. Right. And he looks at him like, yeah, I get it. The The subtitles when they're at the bar says slurping grunting. And I was like, wait, I thought it wasn't going anywhere past, past friendship. Oh, good stuff. I just love some of the subtitles on these. It said, well, during the tap dance scene, it said hip hop. And it was like, that is not no. hip hop. That, whatever that is, that is not hip hop. So this contest just ends in the stupidest way basically the cowboy crashes and then kelly's like go back to texas that's about it hold on hold on he came from texas in less than 10 hours like i don't know if he flew i don't know if he drove but he got there fucking fast found her right away she's doing her little tell me about it stud dance number right with where she's got instead of sandy in the black rayon pants and leather she's got the tie jeans that guy comes all the way out there and then gets told nah kick rocks pal (laughs) get back to texas never leave texas she's like i just want to be friends he's like i thought we could be friends that also like mess around and do stuff and she's like well i meant like brother and sister i'm like well you're both from texas that and could, you're in Florida. That could mean both anything. Of, <laughs> the Venn diagram of that is not mutually exclusive. So Kaya, you remember Kaya who got Carlos fired from his job and then yeah. partied for the next day or two? Well, he's now working at a tiny Mexican restaurant. He was working at an upscale resort before. And she just walks in and goes, you got a new job. That's cool. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you as a human? And did you stalk him? Because I'm sure he How didn't did tell you. How did you find him? How did you even find him? <laughs> but this job is clearly worse. Yes. There's no customers in here at all. There's no way yes. he's making anything more than minimum wage. I don't know what he was making at the hotel, but possibly he got tips. I don't know. This is garbage. This is a garbage thing. And he's not getting the good shifts because he just started. So remember this for later. Yeah. And uh, she mules, I thought we liked each other, and then walks out. Uh, boo. Boo. You're you're well rid of her, Carlos. Yes. Justin, remember, he's clueless as shit. So he goes to talk to Alexa. He still hasn't figured out that Alexa is, like, hitting on him nonstop. <laughs> and he's like, how can I win Kelly back? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and she kisses him. Alexa kisses him. Kelly sees it. But Makes a fart face in a yeah in movie timing sees the kiss but doesn't see Justin recoil from the kiss and reject her and Alexa says you think Kelly has what I have. <laughs>
I won't even go to where my head was going there, but uh, consult a physician. All right. So Carlos, remember Carlos, whose life is ruined, shows yeah. up at her Kaya's hotel to apologize. How did you know where her hotel was? How? So like these know. people are stalking they each other. They just show up in places. She, this woman, Kaya, came to Florida to get drunk and party with her friends and decided on a whim, I'm going to destroy this guy's life. It's <laughs> fucking fun. He took me to a salsa club, secret salsa club no one knows about. I'm going to fucking destroy his life. And when this is over, I am leaving and never coming back. Mm-hmm. And Carlos is like, I'm so sorry. Here is a floating dinner. <laughs> he set up a floating dinner at her hotel somehow. I don't know. And she says- Also, one of the, one of the things that conveniently through movie magic Kelly conveniently walks by and sees. Yes. It's like, oh, I want that. I want floating dinner in the hotel pool. I don't know. Doesn't sound good. Uh, She she says it's incredible, and he says, you deserve incredible. She deserves to go to prison and just (laughs) get out of your life forever. She's awful. She stands in solidarity with the ruling class, Carlos. So back, another dance club scene. Everyone is there. Everyone meets again. Justin Kelly fight. Mm-hmm. They, uh, she says game over. One of them says game over. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But he they, says, he goes, she's, why are you trying to break us up? I'll, like that. If somebody said that to me after like meeting them three times for no longer. Fleetingly. You know, yeah. Yes. I'd be like, break us up. That's, Motherfucker. You're weird. Never There's literally like 300 better looking guys right next to me. So, anyway, Kelly storms out, but then she finds Alexa's crazy-ass phone and starts scrolling through and sees all of the messages from <laughs> Justin and demands an explanation. And this is Alexa's explanation. I shit you not. Here, this is the actual quote. I just felt like <laughs> Miss Runner Up. I thought if I could get Justin to like me, <laughs> maybe I could be as good as you. What in the wide world of fucks? <laughs> Fuck that. Dumb. That is such this a cop-out bullshit. But this is just like the movie like makes that, that awkward meeting scene in the bathroom is like the bedrock foundation of their love. This is like the movie. There's no visual evidence of this, but the movie's saying, she's such a great person. Right. Just am- She's yeah. amazing. I'm so jealous of her. And just like, yeah. no, don't buy it. Uh, but Kelly- But this is my favorite part in the movie right here, right? Because Kelly calls her on it bounces kai is like fuck this you're a bitch alexa we're getting out of here carlos comes back with drinks and (laughs) on his new salary he's come back with two drinks giant drinks at an upscale club this was like a week's spring break are you kidding me (laughs) yeah i turned to my wife too i was like there's no way either of those drinks cost less than 20 dollars in 2000 she's like no we're out of here put the fucking drinks down carlos he's like i can't i like I would be so irate I can't at this pay woman. My rent this month because of the floating dinner. I just like, I this bought. Was f- it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a car anymore because these drinks. I had to, I had to hop my guitar just for the forty dollars cash for these drinks. I didn't tip. I didn't tip. It was a hundred just to get in the door to this place. <laughs> oh yes, but uh, Kelly storms off. She's feeling her fa- feelings, so she goes to the beach to sing her heart out and we get the loudest and therefore most significant and emotional yeah. song in the film it's very loud like it's just loud um 
she sings, but then who sidles up to her on the beach? But Justin, in his My weird boy. kind of leering sort of way. Anytime he smiled, it was very leery. It was just not good. Uh, Alexa told him everything, and she tells them, it's fate. You two belong together. <laughs> like, wow, what do you... Th- anyway, they kiss in front of a fountain. It's the same fucking thing as uh, Dancing It's On, right? Yeah. Dancing It's On basically lifted this entire movie, but really? just replaced the singing with dancing. Dancing. So yeah, they get together, they kiss in front of a fountain, and let's close it out. Another beach party. Musical hey. number. But all, don't worry, all of these supporting things get resolved. Except Carlos. Carlos is, you know, I mean, he's probably... He's there, lying. but... He's contemplating his fucking ruined life. He's yeah. like, no, really, I have to stay with you now because I've like, been kicked I out. I don't have a job. I don't have any money. I've like, been evicted. Moving back to Texas. Uh, but yeah, the geek finally meets the girl he's been searching for. Mm-hmm. Beach cop is out of uniform. And guess what? She's hot. and She, she must have hit. She hooks up with the alpha douche. And this all sparks one last desultory dance number. Come on, let's party. And everybody dances to a cover of That's the Way I Like It, which includes a little more freestyle rap from our boy, Alpha Douche, Brandon. And then, mm. for again, weird decision, fade out. I didn't get that. <laughs> fade out. I laughed harder at the fade out than probably anything in this movie. It's just like, what a weird thing for a musical. My favorite extra is in this big dance number because every dance number, they have all these extras dancing. And if you if you notice on the one with the where Kelly's in the in the tie pants, all the extras behind her dancing are like in their 40s. Like they really had to surround her just to make her the the pretty pretty one in each one. Um but in this one, there's all these people dancing and grinding on the beach. It's like the grind uh, filmed it MTV sure. Spring, except for one guy's at the bar shaking his drink at the bartender, like, "Hey, gonna get a fucking another mojito here, please? <laughs> bring, bring it over, motherfucker! I got five more minutes." <laughs> oh, but quirky, that is our movie from Justin That's it. to Kelly. Any final thoughts before we give our ratings? I I have to reiterate, I didn't hate it. It it's not a good movie. Um, I really. Yeah, I was really curious what you would think of it, but uh, I didn't hate it. It's just, there's no good music. I mean, Grease 2 has more memorable songs than this. Uh, There's no good music. There's no plot. But uh, then again, I could totally see young people watching this movie and liking it. Uh, at least, you know, just at least digesting it because it's no different than High School Music. High School Musical is actually good compared to this. Yeah, never seen High School Musical or any of the related shows or series or movies. Not even 100% sure. Is it a show? Is it a movie? I don't. It was a movie. There you go. Now I know. Corky, let's remind people about our ratings. Run of the Mill, Bad Film, Dare, Next Level, Bad Double, Dare, and a movie we actually like, Reverse Dare. What do you give from Justin and Kelly? I was really confused what I was going to do on this one because it, I don't think it really quite fits in our, for me anyway, for, for our things. Cause it's not, to me, it's not a double dare. It's not revolting and terrible and never stay away from it. Um, it's not a reverse dare because I didn't like it. I didn't like, I don't, I wouldn't recommend it to say, Oh, I like this. Here's what I like about it. Um, but I was like, it's a, I would reverse dare it in that if you like this kind of stuff, it's totally fine for you. There, it's actually watchable. There are people in it who know what they're doing in this world. Um, so I, I, I guess I gotta go dare. I did not find it offensive, but it, it would be a high dare to me. Not that again, it's weird. It's not that I liked it, 
but if you, I would actually recommend it if you were into this kind of shit. Yeah, I just, there's just a whole history of great musicals or good musicals or even mediocre musicals you should see. Sure. I I have a hard time imagining anyone would want to see this just because of the complete lack of memorable songs or dances or musical numbers or scenes. Yeah, to me, not offensive. I almost would have liked it to be more offensive. Mm-hmm. It's it's so bland. It is so dull. And I thought it was a really kind of punishing watch. Uh, even at 81 minutes, it, it just it dragged endlessly because it's just so poorly put together and couldn't work up any enthusiasm whatsoever. Again, I'm not opposed to this, at least in spirit. But uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work on screen at all. And it's not even kind of fun doesn't work. It just is a flat, flat mm-hmm. version of something you've seen many, many times before. So I got to go double dare. You know, it, it just occurred to me, it's kind of like uh, a reverse of your expectation of big money rustlers hmm. or hustlers. Because like you had no experience with the, the I almost said Wu-Tang Clan, but you had no experience with the... <laughs> Uh, Apple Dumpling Gang or what? The Insane Clown Posse. That's what they're called. You had no experience with them. I was expecting so mm. such an awful movie, like legendarily bad movie, because it, this thing is like known for being that. And I was like, that's perfectly okay. It's, I mean, yeah, I guess that I it's don't pedestrian. Know. To me, that's the thing is I can't even, it's, it's, it's not legendarily bad. It's so it's not even something I can recommend to people who want to see something that is legendarily bad. We've had, a, we've done a lot of stuff that's legendarily bad. Would you recommend dancing? It's on to somebody be like, Oh, you should see this. Who wanted something legendarily bad. I absolutely. Yes. yes. Me too. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying on that. I totally do. It's almost worse because it's not that. Exactly. I got you. All right. So that's all we have for you this week on dare Daniel, but we'll be back in two weeks to discuss another one of your fantastic movie dares. I think it'll be Cosmic Sin. It's looking good. Until then, send your most sadistic or altruistic movie dares to us at daredaniel.com and be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, collectively known as Schmeed. Mm-hmm. Like and rate us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can read more of my movie reviews on the Dare Daniel website. You really can. I got some new stuff up there now. I have reviews of Black Widow. Uh, hey. should have a review of Jungle Cruise coming up by the time this is up and, and more things. So keep checking back daredaniel.com for more of my movie reviews. Quirky, what are you doing? What are you up to? It's hot. It's hot here in Sacramento. Hot as yeah. balls. Sticky. Sultry. Sultry. Warm, hot. What are you doing? Well, I'll be going on Rumshringa, and I will be visiting <laughs> Panama City, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. In that, then I'm going to end. I'm going to do it reverse. I'm going to end at in Texas at Luke's Dive Bar because I I don't know if you know this. This is the backstory I invented. Luke owns that place. Oh, He's wow. actually her boss who is stalking her. <laughs> Damn, I love it. Yeah. I love the, the connected universe of this fucking movie. It's going to be pretty yeah. exciting once all these movies are made and you can go back and watch them in the correct order. It's going to be amazing. It really puts a new spin on his character. <laughs> like, he's much got a much darker So past much him. worse. He's just like, no, he's a dim bulb. He's just a young, dumb guy who likes to go, no, no. Uh-uh. This is like really fucked up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. For Dare Daniel, I'm Daniel Burns. And I'm Corky McDonald saying, I'm from Texas. I've seen bigger. (laughs) I've seen bigger. (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya.